Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Astros Baseball. In this episode, we're going to talk about this letter that the Yankees don't want anybody to read. We're going to talk about the negotiations between the Players Association and Major League Baseball. We'll also uh, go over... we got some news about the uh, draft picks, the 2020 draft picks for the Astros. Uh, they came to terms with a couple of them, and then they signed seven free agents, so we'll give you that. Um, also, J.C. Correa, he's making news. That's Carlos's brother. And then at the end, a fun story, where do Major League Baseball players come from? So before we get to that, just want to remind everybody that Sunday is Father's Day, so if you haven't got your dad anything yet, uh, go out and get it. My dad's really easy to shop for because he's usually right on the ball uh, as far as telling you what he wants. He knows what he wants, and that's what I like about him. Uh, this year, he didn't send me anything, so I called mom and asked her, and she told me he, he she said his t-shirts are getting a little old, so getting him a couple of t-shirts, so I hooked him up with those. And then uh, after I ordered him, then he sent me some screenshot of something that he wanted, but I told him it was too late. But anyway, it's Father's Day. And also, let me tell you this, if you are listening to this right now, more than likely you've seen this new logo on the podcast. You've seen the new logo. Well, let me tell you this. My wife had a doctor's appointment today. And I think I had two hours to kill. I know I went to Jimmy John's and sat outside. But I missed with that stuff. And I learned how to get clip art. I learned about layering or stacking, whatever that's called. And that awesome new logo, I made that, and I couldn't be prouder. I think it's awesome. Um, if you remember or recall, I had the midlife crisis where I wanted to change my name and all that. And I don't know if I was just tired of that childish logo. I don't know what it was, but I'll tell you this. That logo has given Astros baseball some new life, and uh, hopefully we'll keep it going. So let's get to this Yankees, I, I want to call it a sign-stealing scandal, but I know it's a letter scandal. But it is a sign-stealing scandal. So I didn't have all the information for you last time, but, but here's what I found out from a story that I believe came out Wednesday. So the federal judge, I told you about this judge that wanted to unseal a letter that Manfred sent to the Yankees. They argued 
to keep it closed or sealed, and the judge said their arguments were mutually inconsistent and unpersuasive. So I told you that I wasn't exactly sure what was going on, but I knew it had something to do with somebody suing Major League Baseball. So what it is, is people that bet on DraftKings. They're suing the Astros and the Red Sox for $5 million because of the sign-stealing scandal. But what they're saying... And I don't know how anybody found this out. And hopefully there's a rat. Hopefully someone told on them. But I don't know how they found this out if the letter's sealed. But it says that the letter shows that the Yankees took part in a more serious sign-stealing operation than Manfred admitted in 2017. And this is the people that are suing. I don't know how they found this out. But hopefully what they did is really, really bad. So the Yankees and Major League Baseball are appealing. So not only do the Yankees not want that letter open, Major League Baseball doesn't want that open. And when you see Major League Baseball, it's probably Manfred that doesn't want that open. Because the judge said, you need to unseal it, we need to see it. But the letter will remain sealed until the Court of Appeals hears the case. And the Yankees will appeal on Monday. But Rakoff, that's the judge, this is what he said. I'll read the quote. Although the MLB defendants had earlier argued that the letter was wholly in accord with the commissioner's public statement and now argued that the release of the letter would harm the Yankees' reputation, these mutually inconsistent arguments as well as arguments offered by the MLB defendants and the Yankees, were unpersuasive. Indeed, one might be tempted to conclude that there is no justification for keeping the letter sealed. So this is what we talked about last time. They're saying there's nothing on there. You're going to be disappointed. It's just old news that you already know. If that's their case, if that's what they're saying, we got nothing to hide, then open it. Major League Baseball and the Yankees don't want this letter opened. They don't want it open because they're hiding something. And if they're not, why? If we already know what's in it, why? Why hire lawyers? Why fight this? Why go to the grand jury or whatever it was they have to go to? So this is interesting as well. Rakoff, this judge, has thrown out this suit twice. So they've already sued the Major League Baseball Houston and Boston twice. And he threw it out. 
but the bettors are arguing for the letter to be unsealed after they build their amended complaint following the lawsuit's first dismissal. So Major League Baseball declined comment on the matter, but a Yankees lawyer wrote an email to New Jersey Advanced Media. He said, there's no justification for public disclosure of the letter. The plaintiff has no case anymore. The court held that what MLB wrote in confidence was irrelevant to the court's dismissal of the plaintiff's case. Under established law, this supports the Yankees' rights to confidentiality required by the Commissioner of Baseball. So there is a huge chance that this isn't going to get open. And so this is the bottom line. This is what's weird about this story, and, and I didn't know until today. I looked it up to get ready to tell you guys, but... This guy has already dismissed this lawsuit twice. Two times. And now somehow, somebody found out that they've done something worse. And now, the judge wants to see that letter. So it's got to be something. I don't know what these guys heard. I, I don't want to keep saying the same thing over and over, but... I mean, what are we going to do? I mean, you're, we're, we're going to talk about this letter forever. Everyone's going to hate the Yankees even more. I don't know if it's just the Astros and the Red Sox fans that want this open, but it's not right. I, I don't understand why they don't want it open. It's just real stupid. So we'll go over the players' proposal to the owners. Uh, the players proposed 70 games, and Rob Manfred immediately turned it down. They wanted 70 games at the full prorated pay that they agreed in March. Spring training would start on the 26th of June. They want to expand the playoffs to 16 teams. That's 16 teams making the playoffs and 14 not making it. And I understand this. It doesn't sound as dumb as it sounds. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound dumb because the season's going to be so short that some teams may not have time to catch fire or get their rhythm. Somebody could have a bad two weeks and be out of it. Because a 50, 60, 70 game, it's not going to be 7 anymore, but 50 or 60 games, I mean, that could do it. You could go in a 2 for 12 slump and you're out. Uh, they want a 50-50 split for any additional playoff games in 2021. Uh, they want opt-outs for players that are high risk. If you're high risk to get in COVID-19, you uh, can opt out and you get paid. I do also believe that if you don't want to play, you don't have to, but you just don't get paid. They're asking for $10 million for social injustice, enhanced housing allowance, 
the universal DH this year and next year. And then another one, which sounds like soccer, and I think basketball might be doing this, but I don't watch basketball. But clubs want permission to sell patches. It says clubs granted permission to sell patches, but that was in their demands. So I think they want permission. I'm not really sure about that. So, and and what's funny, as I read this, and earlier I saw someone with an Astros jersey and uh, they had the sponsor was uh, Blast. Or Bang. Some kind of, some kind of, uh, some kind of energy drink called Bang. And then I didn't really get it. Now that I read this, I'm like, oh, okay, that's why they put it on there. So that would be weird. I don't know if that's this year or next year, but... I mean, do the players get money for putting patches on there? I I don't know why they would ask that. So, Tony Clark, I believe that's his name. I wrote Clark, but I can't really remember his name. I think it's Tony Clark. Clark and Manfred... On Thursday, yesterday to me, I know it's Friday, I don't want to harp on that, but they had a four-hour meeting on Thursday. Manfred said 70 games is impossible because of health risks. There was something else about Dr. Fauci. He said that, I. this is what I've read. I believe NFL players are going to be quarantined and so are the basketball players and I don't know about hockey, but it said that baseball players don't want any part of being quarantined and so they they don't want them to play late. They're talking about the second wave, but the second wave feels like it's already here. I'll tell you this. Let me tell you this. There is stuff going on at work, because I'm back at work, as you know. And what's going on at work, I feel like that's what's going to go on baseball. And I'll tell you what they do at my job. Let's say I call work and say my daughter-in-law or my stepdaughter has COVID-19. They're going to, they make me stay, they'll make me stay home for two weeks. If there's someone you give a ride to, stay home. I mean, they're really, they're really trying to keep us safe. And all I'm saying is it could be Verlander's wife could have COVID-19 symptoms. So he's out. And people that he was in contact, I don't I don't know how they're going to do it. Hope but they're getting tested. I mean, I don't know. But they're not according to this they're not going to be quarantined, so I don't know how it's going to go. I really don't. But anyway, Let's get to the rest of this stuff about the draft and all that uh, right after this. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, folks, we are back. And now the first thing I want to talk about is J.C. Correa, Carlos Correa's brother. 
uh, to sign with the Astros. He graduated from Lamar University in Beaumont, Texas, an undrafted utility infielder, first in his family to graduate college. He said, I've been wanting to sign for two years now. I've been drafted twice by the Astros. I have some goals, you know. I wanted to get my degree, and now that I've got my degree, I will sign to play professional ball. As a senior at Lamar, he hit 245. He had 10 homers and 44 RBIs in 53 games. He had a 317 on base percentage. So you may be asking yourself, why did the why did the Astros draft J.C. Correa twice, but they didn't draft him this year? The answer to that is there was only five rounds, and more than likely, I'm not even going to look it up, but I'm pretty sure they drafted him in like the 38th round or something. So J.C. Correa, an infielder, if you go back, if you think about it, go back, to when uh, Preston Tucker was with the Astros and they drafted uh, they drafted Kyle Tucker. Preston Tucker was gone before Kyle Tucker made it up. Carlos Correa's brother may never even make it up. And if he... I don't know, Carlos Correa may not be there anyway, even if he does get there. And I believe, I believe this with all my heart. Would I bet you a million dollars? No. But I could have swore that they signed someone else's brother last year or the year before. Like Alex Bregman's brother. It was someone else's brother. They signed someone else's brother. So the Astros have signed two of their four picks from the draft. Third rounder Tyler Brown from Vanderbilt, uh, $577,000 signing bonus. Outfielder Zach Daniels from Tennessee, $430,000 signing bonus. The last time I had mentioned Zach Daniels, I said it was cool that his name sounded famous, meaning that it sounds just like Jack Daniels, and that his family probably did that on purpose. And I would have did it. I think it's cool. It's a good name. But what I didn't realize when I was talking about this last time is that he's from Tennessee, or at least he went to college there, and that's where Jack Daniels was made. So he could be related to them, or maybe it's just a coincidence. So the Astros agreed to terms with seven undrafted free agents. Undrafted players could not sign for more than $20,000, and that was some kind of agreement or rule that MLB uh, put in place to save money. Uh, Justin Durden, outfielder from Southeast Missouri, he's six foot four. He played in 17 games this past season, and he hit 414. Justin Durden. Jimmy Endersby, right-handed pitcher, 92 to 95 mile an hour fastball. 
in five starts, he had a 1.88 ERA. He had 37 strikeouts in 28 innings. That's a pretty good pickup there, it looks. Uh, Cesar Gomez, right-handed pitcher from Texas Arlington. He pitched eight games in relief this past season and held his opponents to a 214 batting average. Kyle Grueler, right-handed pitcher, Houston Baptist. 36 strikeouts and 23 innings pitched. He had four starts. Uh, Cody Orr, who was a two-way player for Tiffin University, he hit 349 as a sophomore, and he also went 6-1 and one and threw 81 innings as a pitcher. But somehow, he went 6-1, and one, and the, 80, the 81 innings pitched was some kind of uh, league leader, whatever division he was in, but, but he had a 5.09 ERA. I don't think he's going to be a pitcher because uh, they have him listed as an outfielder, but you never know. Uh, Jonathan Sprinkle, right-handed pitcher from Central Missouri. He had three starts last year, 2-0, 386 ERA, 14.1 strikeouts per nine innings in 2018. That's awesome. Uh, Pete Zimmerman, an infielder. 287 average as a junior. Uh, last year, 16 games. He had four homers and 333 batting average. So other news for the Astros organization. They said they will continue to pay their team employees through August. I mean through October. October 31st. So the last thing we're going to talk about and I'll I'll tell you this I'll tell you this I got to this part of the podcast albeit it was the second part five or six minutes into it but I got to this part talking about where do Major League Baseball players come from and I would think while it was going on, that you may be curious of these numbers of how far we're going back. And it goes back as far as the draft does to, to draft eligible territories. So here we go. So this is where do Major League Baseball players come from? It's the total number of players that have been in the Major Leagues from each state. So they are listed 1 through 50, and then they have Canada, um, I'm trying to remember what else, Puerto Rico, and all these other ones that aren't draft eligible, but they're still listed in there, but it's the top 50. So anyway, I'm kind of stalling a bit so that you can think and make a guess of where do you think the most players have come from? What state have the most Major League Baseball players come from? And I already know the answer, but I wish I didn't because I, I don't even know what I would have guessed. I might have said Texas. I don't know. But number one, and this is, I'll give you the war for the top five, according to my notes. Number one, California. 
2,311 Major League Baseball players, 11,519 total war. And that blows everybody away. New York is number two, and they've had 1,216 Major League Baseball players, and their war is 5,800. So almost half of what California had. Pennsylvania, who would have guessed? Pennsylvania. It's, it said something in the story that a lot of these are from the old days. Uh, I guess there was a lot of baseball played back then. But Pennsylvania, 1,434 players, which is more than New York, but their war is a little smaller. Uh, looks like 40 less, 58-53. Number four is Ohio, 1,040 players, a 4,800 total war from players out of Hawaii. And number five is Texas, 942 Texans played Major League Baseball, 4,157 war. So now we'll go over six through 10, and I'm just going to tell you the states that finish six through 10. You got Illinois, Florida, who I thought would be higher, Missouri, and if you look at Missouri and you see that, or you you can't see it, but you, you, you heard me say it, you had Justin Durden from Missouri and Sprinkle from Central Missouri. So Missouri, I guess they are starting to put out a lot of players. So you got Illinois, Florida, Missouri, Alabama. I didn't know there was a lot of Alabama players. And then Michigan. So my home state of Oklahoma, I had to scroll down to find them. They were number 17. It's not bad. I kind of expected them to be lower. And number 50. Think about it. Who do you think would be number 50? I would have to guess that it, it would have to be someone where it's cold, maybe. Maybe like Maine, maybe North Dakota, Washington. I don't know. I don't even know what I would have said. But it's Montana. Montana, and I don't even have the number. I actually have it on the computer here if you want me to look it up. There you go. All right, so I got it up. We're going live here, folks. We're going live. Texas, number five. I'm scrolling. Oh, man. There we go. Oklahoma, 17. Louisiana's 18. Tennessee, 19. Uh, Arkansas, 23rd. Washington, 26. Nebraska, 30. Connecticut, 31. Oregon, 33. Not a lot of baseball. Arizona, number 35. I thought they would be... That, that's someone I thought would be higher. Colorado, 36. New Hampshire's high. Hawaii, number 40. There have been 46 players, Major League Baseball, from Hawaii. Idaho, number 41. New Mexico. I thought New Mexico might be a little higher. South Dakota. Nevada. Alaska. North Dakota. There's, there's five states that are lower than Alaska. 
North Dakota, Wyoming. I mean, these guys are like 90 total war. Maine, 48, Utah, 49, Montana, 50. 24 players have come from Montana. The Billings-born Dave McNally was a key member of one of the great pitching staffs of all time. The 1971 Orioles had four 20-game winners. So that's all I have for that. That's all I have for this episode. So go back to the beginning. Father's Day. Call your dad. Hopefully if you're a dad, your kids will call you. Or if they live... I'm just so used to not living around my family that that's how I talk. Go see your family. Hopefully your family comes and sees you. It's Father's Day. There's no baseball. Probably cook out. That's what fathers do. I enjoy cooking out. So that's one thing. That's one thing we have in Texas. Think about this. Do you call it cooking out or do you call it barbecuing? I don't know if it's because I grew up in Oklahoma or what, but most of my friends call it barbecuing, but I call it cooking out. I don't know. That's just normal for me to call it that. I don't know why I call it that. But I do enjoy it. Not sure. I, I don't have any plans. I don't know. I have no idea. But anyway, so have fun. And if you are one of those guys, like I said last time. Last time I said, if you're someone that listens to this and you talk to me, if you correspond with me, let me know about the name change and all that. And two of you did. Two of you did. Rip, Griffin, and Mark you. Thank you guys for coming back. But I think Rip's already saw the logo. But Mark you, I hope you like this logo. I hope all of you like it. I don't think any of you care. Because it doesn't have anything to do with listening. But anyway. Just, here, this is me right here. You can hear that? I'm patting myself on the back. What a beautiful, awesome logo I made. I might get tired of it in a couple of months, but I like it. It's good. But anyway, have a great Father's Day, everybody. Be safe out there. I know there's so many uh, different views. Some I work with people that say the masks don't do anything. But I'm always going to wear one. If they say to wear them, I'm going to wear them. Because I cannot risk bringing that stuff home. I cannot risk that at all. But anyway, enjoy your Father's Day. Enjoy your family. Be safe. Be kind. We got a lot of stuff going on. Hopefully things settle down. Hopefully these guys get baseball going. And we can enjoy life again. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.